Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome this morning to the Voice of Grace, the city of transformation, a place where we are helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny. This morning, our devotion comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 9 to 12. And I am reading this morning from the New King James Version this morning. And it reads, But concerning brotherly love, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourself are taught by God to love one another. And indeed you do so toward all the brethren who are in all Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, that you increase more and more, that you also aspire to lead a quiet life, to mind your own business and to work with your own hands, as we commanded you, that you may walk properly toward those who are outside and that you may lack nothing. Yesterday, we learned Paul urging, Paul pleading, Paul begging the church of Thessalonica to abound more and more in the Lord and to walk and to please God. Paul begged that we should abstain, we should run from sexual immorality. Paul then pleaded with us that we should possess our own vessel in sanctification and honor. Paul also said to us that we should not take advantage of one another, or defraud one another in whatever matter we should not. Paul also encouraged us and reminded us and exalted us that God has called us to holiness and not uncleanness. This morning, I come again to share with you as Paul is still advising the church and Paul is still advising us today as to how we should conduct ourselves. Paul in his letter says, he's not concerned about writing to us about our brotherly love because we were already taught by God to love one another. And I wonder for you and I today, have you been taught as to how to love one another? You see, the Holy Spirit work is to teach us how to love one another. So I want you and I to know how important love is to God. Because if God himself can take the time to send the Holy Spirit to teach us how to love, if God himself can take the time to send, to give us his son, and to send his son to die such a death, a tragic death on the cross just to redeem mankind, 
the brutal death that he died on the cross. He was nailed to the cross. He appears on the side just to redeem us because God loves us so much. We must in return love one another as well because the Holy Spirit has taught us God himself has sent his son Jesus to teach us how to love. That love caused him to go to the cross. Love caused him to experience such a brutal death. How wicked man can be when he took all those latches, when his body was torn into pieces because he loves us. If you notice, Paul did not say increase more and more in lust, increase more and more in materials, increase more and more in power and greed for power and greed for money, in greed for to dominate people. No, Paul says increase more and more in love. That tells me there is more room for us to love one another. And our love should not have any hidden agenda or any wrong motives at all, but it should be from a pure heart. It should be because Christ Jesus loves me. If you and I fully understand how much Christ loves us, for which he was willing to accept and to go through such a brutal, violent death on the cross. Every time I think about the death of Christ, I think about how brutal it was. How he suffered such a pain because he loves his people. Paul says to us, I urge you, my brethren, I plead with you to increase more and more in loving people. My brothers and sisters, this is the time for us to love one another. I look around our world today, we are just treating each other brutally. We've been so mean to each other. We've been so violent to each other. We treat each other as though we are not human beings. Some will use their cars to run over people as if to say they are running over some kind of brake. Some the kind of words we say to each other. Some is the fact that we despise people. Paul is warning us and God is warning us as well. You see, Paul is saying, yes, I don't have to write to you because I see how you love the people in Macedonia. Macedonia was the place where we were called their home, we were called their own country. Macedonian, it was their own relatives. They know how to love their own home. They know how to love their own countrymen. They know how to love their own relatives. And Paul is now saying, well, take it to another level. Take it to another notch where you begin to love even the ones who don't look alike you. Even the ones who color of their skin does not look like you. Love them too. Even the ones who don't have anything to give you in return, how to love them as well. 
You see, you it is easier for us to love our own relatives. And some of us, even it's difficult for us to even love our own relatives. It's easy for some people to love their own countrymen. It's easy for them to love the one that looks like them, speak like them, act like them, have money like them. And went to the same school with the same career, with the same degree. It's easy to love them. But truth be told, how can we increase more and more in loving people? Even the ones who don't look like us, or even the ones who don't speak the English or the language that we speak. How do we love them still? You see, they were all created in the image of God, not because they don't speak the same language, not because they don't have the same skin color. They are all human beings created in the image of God. So it doesn't matter whether they have money or not. Let's lay aside all of our political agenda. Let's lay aside all of our hidden agenda. And let's get to the root. And the root is to love one another. And we cannot love one another if we have truly not loved God. I wonder why would people preach and teach the words of God and say they believe in God, but yet still they cannot stand the next door neighbor because of the color of his skin. Paul said, increase more. We got more work to do. We got more to do. You see, when we learn to love, even the one who do not believe in God, we can win them over. I understand most of us have been hurt. Most of us have gone through many rejections. Most of us have gone through so many Things that was done to us in the past. But the past is the past now. We can change. We can change this condition. We can change. We can change. We can change. You don't have to anymore be afraid of each other. You don't have to be afraid. But just learn to open your heart and to love. You don't have to live in those lies and those manipulations anymore or dominating and controlling mankind because you feel that you are better than the next person. This morning, I say to you, there is more room to love people. Don't despise people. Don't treat them as though they are nothing. When in reality, they are somebody. Treat them as God would treat them. According to the word of God, treat them that way. Paul goes on to say, We urge you, my brethren, we plead with you. We beg you, and I am begging this morning, to all colors, to all race, to all creed, to all parties this morning to lay aside every political agenda. And men and women of God, lay aside those things for a moment. Those things did not save you. Those things did not go on a cross to die on a cross for you. The political parties did not go on the cross to die for you. It was Christ Jesus who died on the cross for you. So being a Democrat, the Democratic Party did not 
did not did not go on a cross for you. The Republican Party did not go on a cross for you. Who went on a cross for you was Jesus Christ. And he said to us to love one another. So Paul is pleading with us. And Paul goes on to say, I beg you, I plead with you that you also be aspire, aspired to be making your goal, making your dream, making your hope, making your ambition to live a to lead a quiet life, to live a quiet life, not to be a troublemaker, not to bring trouble to others, but to live a quiet, to lead, to study, to be quiet, to live such a life. Paul goes on to say, mind your own business. To me, minding your own business means when you start loving people, take the time to examine your own life. Take the time to look at your own walk with God. Take the time to look again at your own, your own self. Put yourself on the scale and weigh yourself. How is my relationship with God? You see, it's easy for us to focus too much on other people's way of life and wanting to command and control them when in reality, ours are falling apart. Are you growing in the love of God or are you growing more and more in hatred? Are you growing in loving people or are you growing more and more in being brutal, wicked, and denying that you are and pointing the finger at somebody else? Mind your own business. I know sometimes we take this out of the context. And minding your own business does not mean that I see someone falling into a ditch and say, well, they told me to mind my own business. No, I think what Paul is saying to us here for my own understanding is that we must take the time to examine ourselves in as much as we want to tell others how to live their lives. We must take a moment and, and take a retrospect of ourselves and go back and reevaluate ourselves, our thoughts, our way of, of life. In other words, when you're preaching to yourself, I mean, when you're preaching to others, preach to yourself. Examine yourself as well. So Paul said, mind your own business. And Paul also said, when you mind your own business, work with your own hands. As we commanded you, don't be a lazy Christian. Work with your own hands and get to work. Do the things that God wants you to do. You know, sometimes we feel that because we have more money, we just make people work and we become even more lazy or lazier. But this is the moment for each and everyone to work with their own hands. Work with your own hands as well. Being a good example for someone. Then Paul goes on to say, walk. When you work with your own hand, he say, walk properly towards those who are outside that you may be or that you may lack nothing i came this morning to say it is time for you to walk properly walk 
properly. Walk so that your walk can be a testimony to someone. Walk, work so that your work will become a testimony to someone else. Mind your own business. Examine your own life. And while you examine your own life, it will help you when you are there examining everybody else's life and leaving yours out. I'd encourage you this morning to do so this morning. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. As you step out today, love people as God will love them. Be blessed by the Almighty God today.